You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Oh, amen. Hallelujah. Don't slap people. (laughs) High five them. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, One more announcement. Amen. Generation on fire. We got some flyers back there. But this is for our teenagers. Amen. Uh, they're, They're meeting every last Sunday of the month right here at 530. So if you have a teenager or you're a teenager, you can drop off your teenager here. Amen. Uh, we're here to get them together. And how many know that we need to focus on that generation? And we want to put them on fire, especially as they start this new school year. Amen. And so grab one of these flyers, invite friends, teenagers, and, uh, and come and just be ignited with fire. Amen. To be uh, disciples. Amen. And just do what you need to do for God. And to be strengthened. I mean, I mean, know that teenagers go through some hard times. Their struggles, man. I mean, uh, we didn't have the struggles that you guys had, man. I thought we had struggles. But, man, I said, being a teenager today, they need, they need, they need to be equipped and, and understand. And so we want to equip them. We want to make them better and stronger, amen, especially in the world that we're living in today. So teenagers, amen, you got your thing, your own service. This is you guys, amen. I'm not here. Sometimes I'm, I'm invited here to come minister to you guys, amen. But, but it's really a place for you guys to hang out and just let your, your hair out. Your hair out. <laughs> Hair down, amen. Don't, don't let your hair out, amen. Let your hair down, amen, and relax, amen. Ask questions and, and grow, amen. And so we want you to grow, amen. And so uh, be part of that. And that will be next Sunday at 530. Praise the Lord, amen. What an awesome time we had last week. Come on, somebody. Come on, give the Lord some praise, amen. That was just an awesome, timely word by our evangelist, uh, uh, Jose and Angela, amen. They were just so blessed, amen. Uh, we were blessed, amen, with the word of God. And I know the Lord spoke to many people, amen, and spoke to me. He spoke to this church and he spoke to individuals. And I know that it was just right on point, amen. And it's nothing that, that I told them, amen. It's just the Holy Ghost that just went and God just had a great time. And we just had a great movement of God, amen. And so, uh, you know what, if God has spoken to you, you, you need to pray on it and you need to stand on it. Can somebody say Amen. Come on, don't, don't, don't let this just go away. God, give me some clarity of this. Maybe for you it's like, I, I don't know what that meant. Ask the Lord to show you. And then it makes sense for you. Amen. And so I know that some things were, you know what, just trust him. There was a trust factor that we need to trust the Lord through our hard times and through the storms that you and I go through. Because sometimes, you know what, when the storm blows, we, we, we get uncertain. We get confused. Amen. And you got to hold on to say, God, I'm going to trust you. Despite of what's hitting my life, I'm going to trust in you. And so these are things that God comes and he, and he kind of just re- reminds you that his word is true, that, that his promises are amen, and that everything that God has spoken to you will come to pass if you stand on it. I said if you stand on it, amen. So hold on to that, amen. Tell your neighbor, hold on. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to take a drink of water and we're just going to get going here. Amen. I want to turn to, I want you to turn to the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 6. I'll take you to a story, amen, that's concerning us today. Joshua chapter 6, starting at verse 1. Joshua 6, I'll be reading from 1 to 6, amen. And when you're there, say amen. Everybody's saying amen because it's on the screen, huh? <laughs> sometimes you got to bring your book, your, your, your own thing that you can take a note, amen. Because sometimes, I mean, you know that as you're reading the Word of God or we're reading it together, you're reading it in your book or on your tablet, sometimes God speaks or drops something in your spirit. Has that ever happened to you? Come on, you're just reading the Word, and even though they're reading, God speaks to you personally because our God is a personal God. Can somebody say Amen. So he, sometimes it's, it's good to have your, your iPad open or, your, or your, just the old-fashioned Bible open, amen, that you can draw a note and, and say, man, that something just dropped in my spirit. That's sometimes just for you. It's between you and God, so it's always good to read the word as you see it, amen. Sometimes God just drops it inside of you. But I'm, I'm going to go ahead and read that Joshua chapter 6, verses 1 through 5. I'm reading out the New Living Translation, and it goes like this. It says, now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in, but the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its kings, and all its strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of you, uh, walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn, with uh, the priests blowing the horns, and when you hear the priest give one loud blast on the ram's horn, have all the people shout as loud as they can. Then the walls of the town will collapse and the people can go straight in to the town. Amen. Praise the Lord. Here he's saying, you know what, Joshua, I, 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 I want you to do this. Amen. I want you to march around the city once a day for six times, for six days. And then he says, you know what, on the seventh day, I want you to march around it seven times. And then at the end, give one loud blast and the walls will come down. Let me ask you a question. How many here are looking for a breakthrough? Come on. Come on, you're going through a situation. You're going right now through a storm. Maybe it's a sickness. Maybe it's a, 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 you're uncertain or maybe there's some confusion, whatever it is. But God, I, I, I want a breakthrough. Well, if you want a breakthrough, you're going to have to pray through. Did, did you catch that? I said, if you want a breakthrough, you're going to have to pray through. See, prayer is important. Can somebody say amen? Come on, I'm telling you, prayer is important. I am a byproduct of prayer. You are a byproduct of prayer. Amen. Somebody prayed for you. Somebody prayed you through. Come on, you may be here today and say, how did I end up here? Somebody was praying for you. Come on, whether it be a mom, a grandma, an uncle, an aunt, a friend, whatever it may be, church, I'm here to say that somebody was praying for you and prayed you through, amen, to get you into the house of God, amen. And so prayer works, amen. I was one of these prayer requests for many years where my wife was praying me through, amen, say, God, I want to pray him through darkness, amen, and I want him to come into the light, amen. So somebody was praying for you. But I also learned being in Vegas 
Not only do we need to pray for our city, not only do we need to pray for our situation, pray for the storms that come against our, our, our life, amen, but, and pray for the battles that, that come against us, amen. Come on, anyone going through any of that, amen, hallelujah. Come on, there's just things that come against us, amen. But I've learned that sometimes we need to pray through. And today I want to minister on praying for your breakthrough. Are you guys ready? Or do you want to stay where you're at? Come on, how many want to break on through? Come on, how many want to break through? I mean, I really, sometimes we're in a rut. You ever just come to church and you're just here? You need a breakthrough. Come on. If you're just here, you've you got to understand there's more than to be saved than just coming and sitting and leaving, coming and sitting and leaving. Come on. God has a breakthrough for your life. God has a lot more what you have for us than sitting down, amen, and coming and receiving and just getting fat on Jesus. Come on, there's so many churches out there that are spiritually fat and not doing anything with it. God has a purpose for us, amen, and God wants to, God wants to bless you, amen, uh, but you're going to have to pray through some situations today. Listen, we must be a people that not only pray for, but pray through. Come on, somebody. You, you, you're going to have to catch this. Tell your neighbor, catch this. You're going to have to catch this, amen. Not only pray for, but pray through, amen, meaning that you must keep praying. You got to keep trusting until your breakthrough comes through. Come on, you got to keep on, amen, because behind every moment, church, behind every miracle, behind every headline, there's a footnote. What is a footnote? A footnote is a reference or inspection of that headline, amen. And that footnote this morning, church, is prayer. Come on, behind your struggle, there's a footnote to pray. Behind every situation, there's a footnote to pray, amen. What form you're going through, there's a footnote to pray. Come on, somebody, amen. Prayer is a key that sets you free. Prayer is needed for your breakthrough. See, Wednesday night we heard a testimony of a praying mom and how she prayed for her son to break on through. Let me tell you, if you were here Wednesday night, that was a powerful testimony, but a testimony of prayer that if you keep on praying and you keep on pressing on and pray through, things happen. God moves on prayer, church, and I'm here to let you know, breakthrough came for this family, amen, that set his son free. If we're going through battles and struggles and facing situations, amen. Come on, how many here want a victory in this place, amen. Come on, if you want victory, give a shout. Come on, we, we want victory. We're going through struggles. We're going through battle, yet we don't pray. Come on. Tell your neighbor, he's talking to you. <laughs> no, no. But it's the truth. Come on, storms hit our lives and we're going through some troubles, but we forget to pray. We like to complain, but no one's praying. It's the truth. Come on. We're going through struggles. We're going through some battles. We want a breakthrough in our lives, but no one shows up for Saturday morning prayer. Come on, somebody. 
Come on, you're still sleeping in your bed, amen, with that warm cover, amen, or, or hot cover. I don't, I don't know, amen, hallelujah. Whatever, whatever you're going through, amen, and you, you know, man, I need a breakthrough. Man, I, I'm going through a struggle. Man, I, I'm going through a situation. I have a sickness in my life, amen, but we're not getting on our knees and we're not seeking the king. Yet we want a breakthrough. We want to be part-time Christians with full-time benefits. Come on, yet we don't show up for the war room on Sunday morning. Yet we want a breakthrough. And I wonder why we're not getting our breakthrough. We wonder why, God, are you not hearing me? Well, you're not even talking to me. So how can I break through for you? And breakthrough is not just a one-time prayer, church. Breakthrough is not just a, a moment of prayer here at church. Breakthrough is in your own time and moment when you're on your knees and seeking God and say, God, I need you to do something. God, I need you to move upon this situation. God, I need you to move right now. And you keep on praying that prayer till he breaks on through. If we want to be a voice, church, as our banner says, then we need a voice of prayer in our lives. Come on, somebody say amen. Listen, church, if you focus on the footnote, in other words, if you focus on the prayer part, continue to pray, continue entrusting God, my God will wipe the, head, the, the headlines for your life. Come on, he will write the headlines for your life, amen, if you focus on the footnote. See, your prayers have eternal values. Your prayers can change the course of history. It can change the course of his story. Did, did you get that? His story. The Bible's filled with his story. And the course of history affects how we live today, church. Imagine in the text I just read in Joshua chapter 6. Imagine if the Israelites had stopped circling on the sixth day. Imagine if they would have broke their silence and said, what are we doing? These walls are not coming down. My, my marriage is not getting healed. My son's not getting healed. My daughter's not getting saved. My son is still lost. These things are not going to change. He's not going to change. They're not going to change. Nothing's going to change. Imagine, amen, if they have stopped circling on the 12th time around instead of going one more time, church. They would have done a lot of walking for nothing. They would have been like the generation before them. They would have defaulted, listen, church, on the promise. See, the same is true with us. If we stop circling our prayers and we give up and not pray, church, you're going to lose out on a promise. Imagine, man, if my wife would have stopped praying for my salvation, I, would I be here today preaching? See, the Lord reminded me last week, amen, that my biggest breakthrough wasn't for him delivering from, me, from, from alcohol. And I mean, no, that was a great breakthrough in my life, amen. But my breakthrough was restoring my marriage. 
God said, yeah, I did this great job. I can, I can, I can take you off a hole like, like this. But your marriage, that was a breakthrough. Miracle. It was. See, alcohol, I, 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 I can probably win alcohol. God says, I'm going to deliver you from alcohol. All right, that, that was a snap because I, I was delivered from alcohol right when I hit the altar. God said, I can fix that. But this, this here, it's going to take some work. You know what? This here is going to take some, 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 some prayer. This here, you're going to have to get on your knees. This here, you're going to have to fight for. This here, you're going to have to go through some struggle. You're going to go through some doubts in your mind. But if you stick it out, you pray on, you keep on going, I'm going to break through, amen, in your marriage, and your marriage will be healed. Come on. God says, keep on trusting me. See, when I came to the altar, the very words that he gave me says, just trust me, and I'll put your life together. Because you're already delivered from alcohol. I was delivered from alcohol right at that moment, church. Now, this was the breakthrough. This was the biggest accomplishment that God has did in my life. It was my marriage. And God only knew. He says, watch me do something miraculous. I'm going to do something special. I've delivered alcohols like this. I've delivered a drug addict like that. This, I'm going to show off myself. My biggest breakthrough. Listen, if you focus on the footnote, you focus on the prayer part, God will write your headlines. And he'll say victory, restoration, salvation, healing. Come on, somebody. Are you catching this? You got, you got to understand it's just, we would love to pray one prayer and everything gets answered, right? We would love, amen, if God was just a genie and we can just rub his little lamp. What is your wish? Can you fix our marriage? It's done. We would love, amen, if you can just, you know what, you know what, just say one prayer and it be done. Wouldn't that be awesome? But <laughs> it doesn't happen that way, church. God wants to write his story in your life. See, the problem is that most of us don't get what we want because we simply don't even know what we want. Come on, somebody. And the second part is, amen, most of us don't get what we want because we stop praying. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, we give up. We get frustrated. You ever been frustrated? Come on, frustrated on something that's not happening? Frustrated, amen, that God's not moving? Come on, we, we get frustrated, so we stop praying. We give up too easily. We give up too soon. We keep praying. We quit, quit praying, and right before the miracle happens. We stop right before our breakthrough, church. So instead of circling, circling it, we say forget it. It's too much work. Forget it. I'm done. How long have you been praying? One week. And we laugh about it, but we do. Talk to my wife who prayed 10 years. Tell her. Talk to her. 
Compare your one week to 10 years. Was it worth it, baby? Oh, yeah. Huh? Come on. <laughs> Let me tell you, during the time, amen, during that time, it, it didn't feel worth it. But during the time, she kept circling and she kept on believing and kept trusting. And kept, you know what? I, I'm not going to let go of my husband. I'm not going to let go. And the more she prayed, worse I got. Tell her she ever felt like giving up. Yeah. But she kept pressing through. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years for the man of her dream to come. But let me tell you, when I showed up and got right, it didn't look like a prize. It wasn't a dream. It was still damaged. And even through that course, it still didn't look like God was going to do something here. That's why God says this was the biggest breakthrough. Because I delivered you from alcohol right from the moment. So that's, that's no problem. Now you get up and you just don't drink no more. God fills you with the Spirit of God, but this part, I can't make her love me. I can't. I can say I, I'm sorry a thousand times. It, 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 sorry is not going to change it. But only God can. <laughs> so now she fought for 10 years. Now is my time to fight to keep it. <laughs> So I had to learn through the power of prayer that I need to get on my knees for my wife. She fought for my salvation. Now it was my time to fight for my marriage. And it had to be through prayer, church. Not, not to pray for, but to pray through. Are you understanding me? See, we pray for a lot of things, church. We got to pray through. We, we got to understand, we need to know the difference between praying for and praying through. See, not only do we need to pray for Jericho, but we have to pray through Jericho to get our breakthrough. Are you understanding me, church? There are circumstances that we pray for and it gets the job done. Like praying for your meals, amen. And I believe in short prayers before every meal. Amen, man. I believe, amen. I believe that you eat food while it's still hot. Come on, somebody. Come on. My father-in-law, amen, when he was alive, he believed for praying through meals. Come on. He would pray for a half hour before we eat. Keep be casting out demons out of our food. I was like, man, why did I pick him to pray? Man, we're, gonna, we're not going to eat for a half hour. But I believe that there are times that we have to pray through, amen, uh, where we have to hit the altar of God, uh, where we need to go back and get a little more, of, grab the horns, the horns of the altar and not let go until God moves. This is where you refuse not to stop, just like Jacob Remember Jacob? He says, I'm not going to let go until what? Until you bless me. Until you bless me, God. I'm not letting go. I'm not giving up. I want a blessing. Church, you got to intercede until God intervenes. It's all about praying through, church. Praying through all is about consistency. If you want to pray through, church, you got to be consistent in it. It's about circling your Jericho, even if it makes you dizzy. You have to be persistent. Come on, that means that you continue to change 
you continue without change in function or in structure. James chapter 5, 16, NIV says this, the prayers of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Praying through means not taking no for an answer, church. You're not going to take that report from the doctor. Come on, I, I don't, you say I got cancer, I'm healed. I'm not taking that. I'm not, I'm not receiving that, amen. When you say my marriage over, it is not over until God says it's over. It's praying through and saying, no, I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to take, I'm, I'm saying no to that. You got to pray through, church. It's just like the parable of the persistent widow in Luke chapter 18, 1 to 6. It says this on that, on that passage of scripture. It says, one day Jesus told his disciples a story to show them to always pray and never give up. Right here, Jesus is preparing them. Right here, Jesus is discipling them, telling the men of God, uh, those future ones that are going to turn the world upside down. This is final instructions uh, before he's before he's crucified, before he goes back into heaven, amen, back with the Father, he, he's teaching them prayer. He says, man, prayer is going to be important for you guys. I'm telling you, you're going to have to learn how to pray because battles are going to come your way. You're going to feel like giving up. You're going to not feel like preaching. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to stop. So I want you to understand this. You should always pray and not give up. And he goes on to say that there was a judge in a certain city. He said that neither, neither fear God nor cared about people, a widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. And the judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God, I don't care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant request. Does God say that about you? Man, this son of mine, this daughter of mine keeps bugging me about this prayer. Does he say that about you? Does he know your name? Does he say, no, my son Art, man, this guy just hounds me for this prayer. So you know what? I'm just going to give him to him. Does God say that about you today? Are you... Pulling on God's ear. Come on. Are we, church? Here. This judge says, man, this, this woman's driving me crazy. I'm cray-cray. <laughs> I'm, I'm going nuts. You know what? I don't fear nobody. I don't fear. I don't care about people. But this woman... This woman is driving me nuts with her constant. Every morning he come to work, there she is. She go, he, goes, he goes home for work, there she is. Give me justice, give me justice. Get away from me. Constant, constant, constant. And he says, you know what, I'm going to give her what she wants. See, we got to be like this widow in this parable, church. We got to be a people that will not quit praying. Because you know, amen, that you know what, your walls are about to fall, amen. Your breakthrough is about to come your way, amen. God is about to do something in your life, and you cannot stop, church. It's just around the corner, amen. Come on, it's maybe just one more time praying. You're a prayer away from your answered prayer. See, God told some of you, I see you. 
I know where you're at. I, I've heard your prayers. I, I, I see your struggles. But if you want your breakthrough, it's going to come through prayer. Praying through is intense. See, circling your Jericho involves more than words, church. Sometimes it involves groaning and heartbreaking tears that cry out. Intense prayer involves the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8, 26, and I, New Living Translation says this, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groaning that cannot be expressed in words. This is where the Holy Spirit takes, for, uh, takes over him and uh, he gives us groaning. Sometimes, you come on, there's things, sometimes we don't know what to pray for. But we've been praying, praying, it's just, it's just not working. Sometimes, man, God, I, I don't know how to pray no more. You ever been like that? Man, I, I don't know what to say here. I've been, I prayed that. I, I prayed that prayer, this prayer. And this is where you just get on your knees and the Holy Spirit takes over. He goes, you know what? I'll pray for you. He intercedes for us. And he comes and that's where the groaning of the Holy Spirit. And that's where the, 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 the power of tongues comes into place in your life. Because the Spirit starts to utter inside of you the groanings at the words. You cannot even express the words. See, praying through doesn't just bend the ear of God. Praying through touches the heart of God. It takes courage, church, to pray. Courage is fear that is said its prayers. Courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is a little voice at the end of the day that says, I'm going to keep on trying. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. Church, let me ask you a question. When is the last time you found yourself flat on the face before God. Come on, when, when was the last time that your knees hurt so much before kneeling before God? When was the last time, amen, that you wore out some carpet in your house because you were pacing back and forth praying for something in your life? Come on, when's the last time, church, that you got on those knees and you stood there for hours praying before God? That you got up, amen, and you just had knee sores. Red knees, or you're flat before God on the floor seeking God. God, I need an answer. God, I need you to touch me. God, I need you to move upon me. See, we want God to move like this, but no one's willing to do that. No one's willing to get on their knees. Well, it hurts. Then lay down. Then <laughs> get on your face before God. We want breakthrough, church, but we don't want to pay the price. We want breakthrough, but yet we don't want to, we don't want to get in the presence of God. We don't want to lock that intimate room with him. That's where God wants you. You know that? He says, man, why don't you just come in my room? Let's, let's sit together. Spend some time with me. For some of us, we're going through some things, and God's just trying to get your attention. I just want you to talk to me. When's the last time you sat with God and had a cup of coffee with him? Well, how do you have coffee with Jesus? Easy. Get a cup of coffee, sit on the floor, and just start talking to him. I'm like this in the morning in my house just talking with Jesus. And there's times I'm on my knees and there's times where I'm on my face. And there's just different times depending on what I need to pray for. But, but we take this time and moment to sit down with God. 
yet we want a breakthrough. We're not willing to spend the time that we need to spend in order to get that. When's the last time you've done that, church? We complain about our struggles. We're good at complaining. Oh, man, all hell's breaking loose. What are you doing? Uh, just, just living. <laughs> another day, you know, another day in the hood. I'm just right here, you know, trying to survive. That's all I'm trying to do, man. What are you doing about it? I, I come to church on Sunday. Try to make it on Wednesday. No, what are you doing at home? Nothing. I'm waiting for Wednesday or Sunday. <laughs> we got to develop a prayer life, church. We want breakthrough. We want victory in our lives. We want God to move in our circumstances, in our home, and marriages, and finances. I mean, look at this. It's going to take more than just writing it on the note here, church. And say, well, pastor will pray for it. Or the church will pray for it. What are you doing for it? Come on, are you seeking? On Wednesday, I challenge the church that we need to spend time praying for our prodigals. Come on, when's the last time you really cried out for your son or daughter that are backslidden? An uncle that's backslidden, a dad that's backslidden. I mean, come on, when have you cried out for your dad? I want my dad saved. I want my son saved. God, save him. He's in bondage. Devil, you're a liar. Let him go, amen. You're not going to have my son. You're not going to have It's more than this, church. You can't just give it to the church. Give it to God. It's going to take you to fight. We will pray for it, amen. We will lift them up, amen. We all come in agreement with you, but you know what? You're going to have to do something on your own. If you want some victory in your life, amen, we come down, amen, with our heads down, where woe is me. Pick up your head. There's victory. You're a son. You're a daughter of God, amen. Seek the Father, amen, and he'll come right on time, church. God, I need some victory over my, this struggle of mine. I'm struggling with this, God. I don't want this. I, I don't like, like what I become when I get like this or I get angry, Lord. God, I need a financial miracle in my house, Lord. I need a blessed job. I need you to change my job and give me a better job. Not just accept that, well, this is all I got. No. Go get, go pray, go ask. You, you, need, you need victory over sickness? Give it to God. Don't accept it, amen. Come on, cancer? I got no cancer. I'm healed in Jesus' name. I'll go through my treatments, but I'm claiming victory. I'm not claiming defeat. I'm going to take it to the Lord in prayer. He, he'll be my, he'll be the final say. But we accept it. If you say I'm a loser, guess what? You are. You say you can't make it, guess what? You, you can't. We've we, we got we to understand the power, the power that we have with God. There's victory, church. There's victory through prayer, amen. There's a confidence. When you start to pray, you got to understand, man, I'm praying because God's going to do something. When we have nothing left, church, we discover that God is enough. And if God is all we have, then it's all you need, church. Come on, somebody. Come on, if you got God, you got everything. Why are we moping? Why are we complaining? We got everything we need with God. 
See, God wants to take you higher and deeper. Who wants to go higher with God? Come on, who wants to go deeper with God in this place, amen? Listen, there are higher heights and there are deeper depths, amen, that God wants to take you there, amen. God wants to invite you there. He wants to take you to a place that you've never been before, amen. New encounters, new dimension, a road of Damascus experience, a road of change, amen, a road of breakthrough. But if you want God to do something new in your life, amen, how many want that, amen, in this place, amen, you can't do the same old thing. Come on, if you're doing this thing and nothing's working, then you need to change. Not complain, not quit, but change. Maybe you're doing, you need to add something, church. If you're doing something and there's no results, you need to change. You need to be persistent in your prayer. See, it involves more sacrifice, church. And you have to be willing to go there. Listen, when you do that, you'll realize, man, I haven't been sacrificing at all. <laughs> when you start to press through like that, you say, man, I've never done this before. You realize, man, I wasn't doing nothing. It involves more risk. But you have to be willing to go there. Make the sacrifice. I'm saying take the risk and the breakthroughs will come, church. Listen, if you pray through, God will always come through. Because if it doesn't challenge you, church, it doesn't change you. Church, not only do we need to pray through, but listen, I want you to catch this. You need to praise through. I want you to go back to the text in, Jer in Joshua chapter 6. And I'm going to give you something here that I want you to catch. Not only do you have to pray through, church, you have to praise through. Are you there? It says here in Joshua 6, 1 and 2, it says, Now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in, but the Lord, but the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho. Did you catch it? Let me help you out here. You see, God is speaking past tense here. He's not speaking future tense. Listen, church, God doesn't say, I will give it to you. God said, I've already given it to you, church. You got to understand, amen, it's already yours. Did you see that? I have given you Jericho. Stop praying for it. It's already yours. I've given it to you, amen. You know what? Your marriage is already healed, amen. Your finances are already done, amen. I've already given you the victory, amen. You got to understand, God is speaking past tense. The battle, church, has already been won. Jesus wins, church. The devil loses. We win. The devil loses, church. Victory's on your side. God already gave them the city. All they had to do was circle it. All they had to do was pray for, pray through, and praise through. Are you understanding me, church? 
In other words, don't only pray. Start to celebrate and praise God that it's already been answered, church. Come on, you got to understand, I'm already praising God that my son is already saved, amen. I'm thanking him. Thank you for saving my son. He's not saved right now. Oh, he's going to get saved. I remember before we even came into this building, amen, we're over there on 14th Street, amen. And I started just just to to, to make the plans to move. I said, you know what, let's start praising God that the building's already ours. And there, look, you guys, all of you guys are looking at me and I'm nuts. What building, God? There's no building. We already got a building. And it's this size. I was very specific with God. He gave me everything I asked. And I praised him for it. You 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 got to already claim the victory. And sometimes you got to understand, it has to be his will, not yours. Don't start praising through for something that's not supposed to be yours. Come on, church. Come on, don't start, don't start, start praising. I'm going to hit megabucks. <laughs> You're not going to hit megabucks. I, I, that I can tell you right now. That I can even prophesy over you right now. <laughs> Come on, if you're married, you can't praise through for another wife or another husband. <laughs> That's not from God. You gotta praise through church. It's gonna take work. Come on, if you want to lose weight, get in, get fit, get, 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 put your body in order, guess what? It's not gonna happen automatically. You're not gonna pray, it's gonna fall off. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> but it's not. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to do something to get it. It takes work. You want something fixed in your house, you want your home to look nice and in shape, amen, you're going to have to pray for it. You got to pray for, you got to pray through, and then you got to praise God for. Come on, somebody. Come on, that's, that's how it works, church. That's what happened here. God already told me, I already given you the land, now circle it, now do what you're supposed to do, amen. Not only pray for it, but start praising him for it. Listen, true faith doesn't celebrate after the miracle. True faith celebrates before the miracle. As as the miracle already happened. If you're praying for a job, start thanking. Don't pray for a job. Thank him for the job. Come on, say, God, you're going to give me the job that I want, the hours that I want, God. I'm praying for that. Some of us, we just get anything that's handed to us. And we think that's God. Come on, somebody. Really, the job that you have, did you really pray for it? Or did you just accept it because they took you? Is it true? Did you pray for it? I mean, are, are we praying for the things that we need to pray for? Are we praying the things that we want? See, sometimes our prayers don't line up to God's will. And we're wondering why God's not answering. He says, well, that's not for you. You can't make things happen, church. It has to be God. You can't make something happen. God has to line it up. God has to bring it in. You got to pray, God, this, this, if you want to get married, is this the person that God is for me? Even though it looks good right now, but it really isn't for me because you know the future. Well, it feels good. I like him. He likes me. It's, it's cool. <laughs> no. Is it really? I, many marriages started like that. And ended up in divorce. 
Did God really say, marry that person? Come on, did God put it in your spirit, this is the one? Or you're just going, because, well, this is it. <laughs> this is my last time around, I better grab it. <laughs> I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever you're going through, amen, the devil lies to you, amen. There's so many things out there. that you got to understand, church, really, is it from God? Hello? True faith, like I said, doesn't celebrate after the miracle. True faith celebrates before the miracle comes. Come on, it sounds crazy. But sometimes we need to quit praying and take time and start thanking him for it already. God, I'm, I'm done praying for or praying through. I'm just going to thank you for it. I'm just going to thank you, man, that it's done. I'm going to thank you that, you know what, man, I don't know how you're going to do it, man, but you are, you're going to pay the rent. You're going you're gonna to take care of this. You're going to take care of that. You, you're going you're gonna to do what you're going to do. I'm, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Why am I worried? Thank you. Really? Thank you. Thank you that it's done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that you're going to take care of the situation. God, this is going to pass. Thank you, Lord, that I'm going to get through this storm. Thank you, Lord, that you know what? This is going to pass, God. This is going to be good. Thank you, Lord, that you know what? You're going to give me victory. Thank you, God, that it's done. This stop, this stop tripping. Let's go eat. That's what I say. Listen, stop tripping, go eat. Amen. That is the Lord right now. Stop tripping, let's eat. <laughs> you got to pray that it's already done. You got to thank him that it's already done, church. See, after you pray through, you need to praise through, church. Some of you pray through, but then you start thinking it's, it's, there's no chance. That's not faith prayers, church. Come on, we know that we need to pray. So we get on our knees, we pray, but we get up believing that, you know, nothing's going to change. You've got to pray that something will change. Something has to change in your, in, your, in your prayer. Something has to change in what you're doing, church, because it's not working for you. Do something different. See, faith is not believing God can. It's knowing that God will. I know my God's going to do things. I hold on. God, you didn't bring me all this way just to stop right here. God, there's so much more for me. God, I, you know what? You, you, my kids were, my son was not brought up in church that he can backslide and just get lost in the world. No, no. My God knows, my son knows you, God. It's inside of you. Maybe he's just that prodigal that just wanted to go do whatever you want to do. He's confused, hurt, whatever it is. But God, you know him. Go after him. You say you leave the 99, go after that one. God, I believe you still do that today. I believe that you're still married to the backslider. I believe, God, that, that you know the promises are true. You said, as many as your voice will call out, Lord, as many as you will save, you're going to save, Lord. That is your plan. That is, you don't want anyone to perish, no one to go to hell. You want everyone to come to salvation. So I receive that in Jesus' name, and I thank you that you saved my son, Nick. I thank you, Lord, that he's a man of God. I thank you, Lord, that you're going to use him, amen, in a mighty way. You got to speak it, Lord. You got to speak it, church. Prayer and, and praise are both expressions of faith. But praise is a higher dimension of faith. When you start to praise God for it, that's radical faith, church. Come on. Woo, we got it. You got what? Woo, it went through. Did it, you get the call? Not yet, but it's coming through. Woo, what happened? You get the job already? No, they haven't called me, but I got it. You got to claim it. 
I'm healed, amen. You went to the doctors, yeah, they say, oh, I still got cancer, but you know what, it's healed, let's go. Woo! That's crazy faith right there, church. That's when you're cray-cray for Jesus. <laughs> you got to be cray-cray, man. I, I, I'm crazy enough to believe he can do anything still. I'm crazy enough to believe that he can still raise the dead today, church. I'm crazy enough today that he can make the lame walk, amen, the blind see. I'm crazy. Anyone crazy enough to believe that for your life, amen, for your circumstances, for your breakthrough? Are you crazy enough to believe God can do something in your life? You've got to be crazy, church. I was crazy coming up to Las Vegas. I was crazy. Okay, God, let's go. To the desert. Well, yay. <laughs> I was crazy enough that he was going to start a church here. I was crazy enough to believe that you guys were going to walk in. Man, I, we're just talking, man. Me and my wife said, when was the last Pray for people. Did you know that that's what we were doing for you guys before we came? I was crazy enough to believe God's going to bring people. To send this, this ex-whatever, broken marriage into a city that I know the enemy lives. He would love to suck me back into that life. My wife was crazy enough to believe that we can do something here. And so, you know what? You know, imagine what was going on in her mind. Well, I lose my husband out there in a city that's involved 24 hours a day of drinking and doing all that I used to do. She was crazy enough to believe that God can do something for us. And oh, God, I'm sold out. I drew that line. I said, God, I ain't going back to that life. I'm done, but I was crazy enough to keep believing and realize, you know what, the only way that's going to keep me here is prayer. <laughs> and I had to praise God that everything was going to work out, church. Some of you guys need to get crazy enough to start to believe again and start dreaming again. Some of you in believing what, you, what God can do inside your life. Get back to that dream again. Start saying, God, you're going to do something. I want to be used by God. Prayer is that when you pray for, you're asking future tense. But when you praise, on the other hand, you're asking it's already done. It's past tense, church. Remember, God does miracles for only one reason, and that is to spell out his glory and celebrate his goodness. Come on, you need to stop praying for you, and you need to start praising God for the miracle. Start thanking him, church. I'm telling you, your faith is going to increase. Something's going to stir in your spirit when you start to pray that way. Your breakthrough will happen because something just excited inside of you, church. See, faith doesn't make things easy. Faith just makes them possible. Come on. Because there's moments in your life when you need to stop pleading and start praising. <laughs> Come on, stop, stop, stop. God already knows. Just start praising him for it. If the promise in your heart, amen, if you put a promise, you, you need to praise him for it, amen. If he spoke over you, you need to celebrate it. It's already happening. You need to stop asking God 
and you already start to thank him that you already received it. And just for the record, if God doesn't answer the way you want it, you need to still praise him for it. See, sometimes God doesn't give you what you think you want, not because you don't deserve it, because you deserve much more. So maybe he's holding out for something bigger for you. So don't get upset when it doesn't happen your way or the way you want it, church. You still need to thank God for it. That's probably the most difficult time to praise God when it doesn't happen the way you want it to happen or happen when you want it to happen. But it's also when our praise is the most pure and pleasing to God. Come on, when someone's still broken here and they're, when something's still jacked up in their life or their marriage is going through hell and it's just, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like there's no change, but that person's up here praising God for it. That's just, it's going to happen. The person that doesn't give up, that's a person that's praising God for it and thanking him. Faith in God includes faith in his time in church. You're going to have to trust God. How many know that he knows the perfect time to move in your life? So I close today, church. Sometimes dreams seem to die, but prayer has a way of resurrecting dreams and give them new life. Some of you need to get your dreams resurrected by praying and believing once again. For some of us here, I'm not sure what God has promised you or put in your heart, but I know that what, what you're holding on to or, or what you're waiting for that miracle that you're holding out for, amen. I'm, here, I'm letting you know here that, that if, you, if you keep praying, you keep seeking God, your breakthrough is coming, church. Don't just pray for, but pray through. And don't just pray through, but praise through. As you do that, our God will always come through, church. Surrender to what is. Listen. Let go of what was. And have faith to what will be. He said it again, surrender to what is, let go of what was, and have faith to what 